0: Ladies and gentlemen, joining us today, Tony Cheese. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. This is Tony Cheese. Thank you for having
1: me. How you doing? How Um, you doing, Tony? Tony. Well, Jonah, and uh, what's your name again?
2: Tudor.
0: Uh, (laughs) Bro, where have you been, bro? Oh my goodness gracious!
2: Yeah, how, how many beers are you guys in? This is number four right here. Nice. This is number four as well for me. <laughs> and I'm halfway through number one. <laughs> oh, this, this is this is number this is technically this is number four beers. Uh, okay. Lovely. Yes. And dog beers, have only had one. Yeah, yeah. You gotta catch up, bro. Ah, dude, I'm just tired, bro. It's been a long day.
0: Well, I don't know if we should. Uh, <laughs> if we should keep talking about like substance abuse. I don't know. Hey, we, we don't have any guns with us right now. So, like, yes, norm- normally, normally we do have
2: our guns out, but n- yeah. not not right now.
1: Yeah. But, um, yeah, I strongly requested that we, we put them away.
2: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> like, like a good citizen, our right. Oni Bologna decided to look out for us. Yeah. It's, I also go by Oni Baloney on occasions. <laughs> my <laughs> stage name is Tony Cheese, though. Tony, Tony oh, Chiefs, my bad, 21. my bad. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I,
1: I used know. to be called, like, everything. And pretty much anything that you can think of that rhymes with Oni, I've been called that. Baloney. Stony. Bologna, Oni, Stony. Stony. Oni. Uh, Oni. Bony. Yes. Oh, uh, that, that's a good one. Oni the pony. Oni <laughs> Pepe- <laughs> that one. Oni, the pony, oh my. Oni
0: pepperoni. Oh, oh my gosh. Oh, I, can't I was actually never... a lot. I didn't think there was that many. I huh? I've never, I never, never heard these, uh, these wonderful phrases. Or you yeah. can have some fun with it. You can say like Oni Juan Kenobi. Oh, oh dude!
2: Oh. I like that. I like that. Oh, that's awesome.
0: Let's do awesome. that. Out we were talking earlier about this concept of, um, the education system. And I know it's kind of like, it's kind of a leap from what we were talking about earlier, but you brought up like physics class and that kind of reminded me of it. And, and I thought it was kind of important because what we were talking about, we're talking about this issue of like going to college and, and all three of us here we're you know, we all have our bachelor's degree. And I think we all kind of have like a similar story in that we, um, we were all kind of sold on this concept of like, you know, hey, if you go to college, like you'll be successful and life will just kind of magically work out. Obviously, that wasn't like explicitly said to us, but that was more or less kind of like the implicit message. And so I was thinking like maybe that'd be a good concept to talk about, like sure. like kind of like the paths that people are sold in life and how we go down these paths and what other paths there might be out there and how we can maybe bring more awareness to those paths and how people can find their True purpose. I don't know if either you guys have something you want to like add to that. Yeah, I mean, um, I mean, you you said like we were never
1: explicitly told like go to college right. or your life is over. But I mean, I kind of was told that. <laughs> to be completely honest, I yeah. was just, like. I mean, for me, the message was
2: pretty much go to college or else. I no, that's kind of how we were talking about earlier. But like, well, yeah because I, I think the context it's important to understand that like we're like you and i only are both like, eastern european and, yeah. like, and like the mindset and like the culture that comes from that is very much so like if you don't do this you disgrace the family you disgrace yourself you disgrace like just everything yeah know? and, and yeah. like it's yeah as you said it's like or else you know
1: well and it's like it's, it's just a difference in it, it's a difference in values so like Happiness comes second. Ha- happiness oh, yeah. is second classes in, in, in
2: Eastern <laughs> Europe because um, it's so rare. Um, it's, like... Dude, it's so true. I mean, that's what happens when you have communism, man. Like happiness just like leaves Earth. It's it's really just not even it's not even part of the equation. So it's yeah. like it's honor
1: and prestige come before happiness, exactly. and so it's like you know, for for like an Eastern European parents, it's 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 not. Okay, for a child to just be like, okay, I'm gonna do this because it makes me happy. For them, it's like, no, no, you gotta do this because it's like the honorable, prestigious thing to do. It's what's
2: gonna bring the, it's 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 what's gonna amplify our family name. Yeah. More than it is right now. Yeah. No, and that's usually why they push for like med school or you know becoming a doctor or like something along those lines because it's like, oh, that's that's the prestige, and I don't care if you hate it, you're gonna love it, and and 20 years from now you're gonna thank me. You know, which, yeah. which is what we were talking about earlier. Exactly. You know? Yeah. It's, I don't know, it's just, I, I find it annoying and,
1: yeah. I mean, amazing. it's well,
2: just, yeah. Go well, at, okay, so like, okay, because obviously I'm
0: not, I'm not necessarily, I can't necessarily relate to this European thing, um, but it kind of sounds like, you know, there was this old, there's this old, old-fashioned knowledge that, you know, like comes from, you know, a generation or two ago that's like, you know, um, not only like, you know, like, I guess maybe like specifically from the immigrant standpoint, that's like, you know, you come to America, like you get your degree, like, you know, you pursue one of these old paths, like one of these traditional paths to success. So like, you know, traditional like image of what is, is success would be like, you know, hey, become a doctor, become a lawyer, become an, an engineer. Yeah. Um, kind of like these archetypal um, images of what success looks like. But what seems to me to be the case is that, those these these archetypes of like the successful person doesn't necessarily apply to like the modern day and it seems like maybe like there's this correct me if i'm wrong but maybe it seems like there's like you know the older generation is maybe like stuck in the past yeah or at least like like you know i don't want to say it's just like an immigrant thing that's not what i'm saying but like i don't know if you guys could add light to that, that there's maybe this like past idea of what success looks like that isn't really the case anymore yeah no i mean I, I totally agree i
1: mean like it's I mean, the, the world has changed so much within our generation that yeah it's like it's i, I mean I, I feel like so in the past like uh, a grandfather could pass on his knowledge to to his grandson so <laughs> whereas true, yeah. today like that's it's sure it, it still applies in some dimensions but it doesn't apply, it, you know. Like a grandfather today might say to their kid, like, "Yeah, if you want to be, if you want to get that job, just go into that office, look them in the
0: eye, <laughs> <deep> forward, <laughs> head, you know, at a certain angle, shaking hands, shake their hand." That's literally the story that my grandfather told. My my grandfather got a job at IBM, and yeah, he literally. said that he literally walked in he said like okay this is kind of a funny story like he said that he like literally like ripped his pants <laughs> and, like, and like walked in and like realized that he ripped his pants but he still walked into ibm and like went up to the secretary's desk and was like 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 hi my name is so-and-so and i'd like a job and like went and interviewed with his pants ripped open and got the job yeah wow. and so i'm like i'm like okay like i'm here like i'm your grandson i'm like okay like like like, I just
1: can't relate to that. Like I just like well, it's but the world has changed so much faster than it used to change yeah. before. So the the, the 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 wisdoms that applied one generation before just don't apply the same way anymore. So yeah. like nowadays, if you go into an office and, in any business and just be like, "Hey, I want a job," you know I mean? <laughs> <laughs> like, they're gonna be like, "Okay, here, go to this website and, yeah. and submit a form." Um, yes. Yeah. No, we don't have yeah, time for this. Like, exactly. uh, yeah, you want a job, so do the billions of other people. <laughs> exactly around you. So it, the, the same wisdoms just don't apply, and yeah. Uh, and yeah, I think that's just kind of carried over to the way older people view college. You know, it's 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 not the only route to success, and there there are other options. And I, I think for a lot of people, like uh, uh, I, I think the next generation. Our kids will have it different because we'll we'll be able to tell. Like, yeah, yeah. Like there are other options. Yeah. The generation before us just didn't didn't know about that. So for us, the wisdom was like go to college or else, and I think we just didn't really have an opportunity to see what that or else was.
2: Yeah, I and mean, I think it's also possible that like, each generation gets stuck in their ways. Like I think it may be possible that like we we may think that we might be open minded. Like for our kids, let's say. But it may be possible that, like, when the time comes, like, we're gonna be like, "Oh no, no, no!" Like, what you're talking about—that's not the way to do it. That's not success. Like, sure. you know. And, and I'm, hopefully, that's not the case. Like, hopefully, I, I would really hope that we we learn from our own mistakes and learn from our own parents' mistakes and so on. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. I mean, I, I do think that what you bring up, Jonah, especially, is that like it's not just like an Eastern European thing. It's yeah, it's like right. it, it applies in other ways. Like, I do think there's different elements that you see maybe more. Like focused in Eastern Europeans in terms of like honor and success, like through those ideas and like happiness doesn't matter. But I do think there's also ideas that like kind of carry over just either way, like generationally, regardless of your uh, ethnicity or background.
0: Well, no I, no, I completely agree because, like, you know, I mentioned, like, you know, I definitely don't necessarily come from that kind of background. But, you know, nonetheless, I still bought into this kind of narrative that really the only way to become a successful person, the only way to have, like, a tangible future was to go to
2: college. Yeah. Um, as I think, like, most people that go to college seem to buy into. Uh, uh, yeah. I mean, dude, I remember thinking, like, ah, oh, once I graduate college, my life will be perfect. I, I will yeah. be the man. Yeah. I will – have everything figured out. Like as long
0: as I just get that degree, then my life will be fine. <laughs> yeah, it's like a year later, and I think we're all kind of out like, "Wow, that's just like that's really not the case." So. Yeah, yeah,
1: no. You're you're gonna have to work regardless <laughs> of what degree you have, regardless of, of what credentials you have. You, you're never gonna stop working. Like life just doesn't suddenly become easier oh, yeah. because of, of some title next to your name. It's you, you're still gonna
2: work. You're still gonna have to learn. Absolutely. And I don't, I don't almost argue that, like, I think there's also almost downsides to how much we focused on, like, this higher education because we definitely lost a lot of, like, things that used to be common knowledge. Like, just, like, like how, how to survive in the woods, how to, like, do simple things that, like, are no longer considered simple. Like, you know, how many people actually know how to sew? How many people actually know how to, like, replace a button on, like, a shirt if it falls off, right? Like, like simple things that, like, like, common knowledge back in the day, like, Nowadays people are like, holy crap, like I need to go like to a store, like a, like a professional to do these things where
0: Well that that okay, so that leads me to something I wanted to talk about actually. Like you you know, you bring up this concept of like tangible skills. Yeah. And like kind of just like baseline skills that people maybe like fifty, hundred years ago would have just said, like, yeah, that's life, like like yeah. basically like a hundred years ago, like I can't think of like a single person, man or woman, who probably wouldn't know how to sew a button on. Oh yeah, like, that's just kind of like you had to be able to do that, like you know specifically like people who lived to the Great Depression, like you just had to, you had to like get by, like you had to know how to can food, you know, had to do these basic things. Um, where that leads me to, where that leads me is, um, one of you guys brought up the concept of like this idea of like prestige. You brought it up in the context specifically of kind of like this European idea, but I wanted to I wanted to bring it into this, basically like okay, this idea of prestige and this idea of like you know, honor and all of that. I don't think most people know like what's actually being taught in college these days. (laughs) Like like honestly, like like you know what I'm saying? Like like this whole idea of like, oh yeah, go to college and like, you know, you know, then you'll bring honor on the family. And I'm not I'm not like I'm not trying to put words in your guys' mouth, but that seems to be the case. It's like, you know, you will be honored You'll be honorable if you go to college. It's like like dude, do you know like what's being taught in college Dude, this, absolute this, like, horseshit. it's Absolute horse shit. It's atrocious, man.
2: Like dude, I, I remember like freshman year of college, like there was like no question in like my parents' mind that, oh, you have to be in the honors college. Like if you're not in the honors college, like you are not doing this right. And I remember like that first semester, like they they made us go to the uh, the biosphere, you know? Yeah. Which like the biosphere is like a super cool thing where they have all the different um What's it called? All the different types of biomes. Yeah, biomes. <laughs> w- words are hard. Thank you, thank you. Biomes and all of that. Which we'll is like... we'll cut that part out. We'll, get to that <laughs> no, no, it's it's really all good. It's all good. <laughs> I, I, some, yeah. Sometimes I'm, I'm yeah. just stupid. We'll, yeah. see, we'll
1: <laughs> see. We'll see what the editor in chief decides. <laughs> but but uh, uh, I forget basic words
2: like, oh, like dude, articles he's... like <laughs> the. <articles, laughs> <like, laughs> bro, I feel yeah. I feel, um, but like basically, it's this really awesome. Like accomplishment. Like it's special because of what it does, right? But like somehow these idiots they they may just read this book called just mercy which is about basically like uh the the incarceration that's going on and the in the whole prison system and they tied in the biome the biosphere they tied that into this they're like oh look at how these plants are being prisoned and uh, held against oh their God. will oh, <laughs> and we what? did we had to write stupid shit about like how these plants are being captured in these <laughs> things and they're imprisoned what? and like like I'm like this is the shit I'm paying extra like I don't know how many hundreds of dollars you to be potentially in potentially this- going into debt a yeah.
0: hundred thousand K for?
2: Yeah, and I'm like, bro, yeah. like, and I literally dropped out of the Honors College, like, two semesters later, I was like, fuck oh, this, God. like, this is useless. You made like, the, the right p- choice. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, dude, like- I remember, I mean, I don't know, I'm sure it was
1: similar, it, it almost always is, like, you you probably had to write some kind of paper to get into the Honors College. Oh, yeah,
2: like, it was, it was a specific, yeah. like, essay about, I think I, I remember about thesis, or do you remember, like, what the prompt was? It was something about, like, globalism or Yeah, you shit. and I
0: only so you and I we went to the same honors college I guarantee we had the same prompt it was like a global, a global community member what what what, like what will what what are you doing to be a
1: global citizen That's right Yeah, yeah.
2: ours was similar it wasn't the exact same prompt so I remember like you guys were working on it and I was like it's not mine's not the same, but it's similar and I was like, oh yeah, life sucks. I fucking hate this prompt.
1: <laughs> well oh, man. It, it's just like what I don't understand how they don't see how easy it is to abuse that. Yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm gonna I I'm know. gonna show my true colors for a moment here. But like, <laughs> Please do. It yeah. was like
0: <laughs> we're all about true colors.
1: It was like, I mean I literally just bs my entire paper. I pretty much made up this soft story about me being an immigrant. I, I made up this soft story about me being this Albanian in America struggling to make it to, to – to to operate in the world, struggling to map out the world, uh, and the reality is, it's like no, like this place is great. It's yeah. so damn easy to make in America. Uh, and it's just, but like they they want they, it's it's the sympathy contest. Like they just oh want gosh. something. They want a sob story, and they they just dude.
0: Well, God. dude, it's just so funny. Breathe that up, man. It's like like I remember doing like basically the same thing, being like, well. Because of my experience being raised by a single mom,
2: <laughs> <laughs> like, dude, I feel like everyone had to do that. Like, that was the yeah. thing. You had to show yeah. how you were disadvantaged in right. some you, way.
1: That's that's no, that's you. You hit the mark there. Like you just have to show how you were at some disadvantage. <laughs> yeah. they don't want kids who came from some rich family oh, yeah. who like had it well and who are also very intelligent. They don't, give, they, don't they don't care about yeah. that they they want the kid who who struggle and who like they, they but like they don't understand like when you seek that out you're just asking kids to make up stories Oh, yeah. <laughs> Cause, cause kids because kids want to go to universities because yeah. they've been told like we were saying they've
2: been told their whole lives that they they have, have to, to get into this right. university. So they're going to make up some BS story. Well, not like that, but I don't, I don't know about you guys, but we had, like, actual like, college counselors. Like, they, like, read our essays and, like, yeah. constantly helped us, like, improve them. Our, like,
1: we you – did, did you guys – I mean, we had at ASU, uh, at ASU's Honors College, this course called uh, the, the Human Event. The Human Event. Mm. The yeah. Human Event. Yeah. It was this course that every honors student had to take. Yeah, And um, – it was though those professors of the, the human event, they were the ones who read our papers. I don't know if you're yeah. aware of that. Oh really? Yeah, they they were the oh, ones really? they were they were the ones Because <laughs> I mean, my my professor told me that. They were like, oh, he's wow.
2: like, Yeah, like I actually read many of your papers like oh, interesting. to to come into ASU. Oh weird. And yeah. That's kinda I mean, dude, like honestly, I feel like if it wasn't for like our like high school college counselors, like I feel like I feel like, I feel like they helped us a lot. Like I don't know about you guys, but like for I, us. you got it all, man. No, I got <laughs> Well no, I I meant like at least in terms of framing the essay. I, I, I saw my I, high school counselor once. Really? <laughs> and dude, I, like she I, made me rewrite mine like I don't know how many fucking times. I was well, just like, What the fuck?
0: So Tudor, this is the difference between you and me, man. Um okay, so Tudor and I we went to the same high school okay tutor you you showed academic promise <laughs> <laughs> like i did not like, i i guess like, this is what i'm saying that is like like dude like okay like like <laughs> <laughs> academic promise. Like, like, like all i'm saying
2: okay like what was your high school gpa oh dude it was like 4.44 like okay with the with, 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 with the eight like, that's, that's like what the ap accounted for bro mine was like a 3.12
0: Okay, uh, so this is what I'm saying is just, like, like you know, like, like I just didn't care. Like, dude, like, I was literally playing Skyrim. <laughs> like, I remember, like, in my college counseling class. Uh, dude, like, my entire senior year, I'd bring my laptop, and I'd start playing Skyrim in class. Uh, so, like, that's a difference
2: between you and I, but, like, you got, like, way more attention than I did. No, that makes Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, I guess I'm, like, I can't really talk because, yeah. Well, okay, but, like, I, like... I think there's something there because I'm
0: not. I, okay. I'm not trying to guilt trip you. I'm not. Trying no, to be, like, I, I, I'm not I, trying to be like oh, like it's unfair because I don't think it's unfair. Like no, I was being I, a I fucking like jackass. Promise. I was playing Skyrim in class. Oh, yeah. But like I don't know. It just it, it speaks to something because I what I remember is that the college counselor for me from my perspective, I remember the college counselor basically like dumping all of her attention to like the high oh, yeah. promise students, yeah, and like kind of the rest, like kind of like the more average students, like me, just being like, yeah, you know. Uh, just like, go to like luck. just go to the in-state college like yeah don't really worry about like harvard or stanford like yeah. the rest of them like we'll get the we'll get the really good ones into the good schools you just yeah you know do whatever yeah
2: no I, but to be fair i do kind of remember that too because even though like you say i have like academic prowess like or whatever or like academic like potential like i definitely remember like the higher end like kids because like, i wasn't like that high up like i definitely like there was like kids are way smarter and had way better ap scores than i did like I even remember, like, I noticed that, like, like when, when I was in college counseling, like, like she would definitely focus a lot on that, too. Yeah. And, like, I mean, like, I, yeah, it sounds like I definitely got more attention than others, so, you know, I, I definitely can't, like, complain or anything, but... Well, no, I mean, like, uh, all right, like,
0: I don't know, I don't know exactly what I was trying to say. No, no, I, I, think, I think
2: what you're trying to say is, like, and I think this is what, like, is important, it's, like, there's definitely, like, the this system kind of, like, picks and chooses who's it wants, you know? And I think, like, especially, you see that even with the... Uh, like with the the like the entry into the college like with the honors essays it's like oh we think that if you're like disadvantaged you have this like specific quality or this specific trait that somehow that gives you this specific like quality to be successful and it's like like dude i think if you give the person the opportunity they they could prove you wrong in terms of like you think that they be maybe successful or not you know it's like that
0: that's actually okay. So that's a good segue because I remember I remember going to ASU and I remember being like part of like the honors college and I remember like going into the honors college. I don't know about you guys. Uh-huh. I remember thinking like, man, like I'm hot shit. <laughs> like man, like I'm part of Barrett the honors college. I remember going to like these other classrooms and I remember being like sitting around like other ASU kids and like I was just you know I was just like some dumbass freshman, but I was like it's like man like these other people like you know <laughs>
2: like,
0: like they're that, not there like, right. like man like I'm. From Man. Like I went to the honors college and I quick you know what I quickly realized is like dude there were plenty of like just general ASU kids that weren't in the honors college that were way smarter and way more dedicated. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if you guys can relate to that. Oh, well yeah. most of the kids in the honors college
1: had mommy and daddy paintings. <laughs> <Yeah. and daddy laughs> yeah. So they didn't yeah. really have a reason to try and you know. Yeah. Again, like they were going there for the exact same reasons that we were going there. It's yeah. just like, you know, go to college. Oh, and you can have this little h next to your classes that
2: says you were in the honors college well, and, uh, dude, what a bonus you know i think it's so dumb like, i feel like the main like, at least for me like i don't, I don't know about you guys but like, the main reason it was pushed so hard that i had to be in the honors college it was like oh it's gonna look good for med school like if you're, if you're not in the honors college like yeah it's like dude don't even bother applying to med school because like you didn't take honors classes like you, you stand no chance getting to med school like right you know yeah so, it, it's just, like, this idea of, like, oh, this, this is what makes you a good applicant. This is what makes you a good, like, doctor. This is what makes you a good, you know, who knows what. And it's, like, I, I don't know, man. Like There's I'm no sure. intrinsic value. It's, yeah. it's
1: literally just, like, okay, do this because it'll lead to this. Yeah. And then, and then why do you want to do that? Well, it's because it'll lead to this. And, 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 and then what's what
2: dumb do do? is, like, in the meantime, you have to make up a dumbass excuse of, like, oh, I'm actually doing it because I'm interested in it. When, in reality, no one actually gives oh, a shit about it. Oh, dude, I remember, like, I would I mean this was back when I was you know, I was still on the med
1: school route. Oh yeah. And like I got I I, I don't know if I'm just a good liar or
0: what, (laughs) but I just got
1: I got really I got so good at lying that I just managed to convince myself. Oh do you say like like, people would ask me, like even like in just like like, intimate one on one conversations with me? No, yeah. And they'd be like, "Oh wow, like you're a biochem major, like that's crazy. What, what are you doing?" And I'm like, "Oh, you know, I just really want to be a doctor, dude. Like, I would wow. lie to this person. Yeah. This person, who I had no reason to lie with. This yeah. wasn't my mom, my dad. No, yeah. This wasn't some professor. This wasn't someone as yeah, a random. This was someone who was writing me a letter of recommendation. This was like a, a peer, right? Yeah. This was a fellow student who I could be yeah. perfectly honest with and and not care what." Yeah, what they it think, would have no yeah. impact on my future, right? Yeah. I had no reason to lie to them. No. But I just got so good at creating this narrative in my head where I was like, okay, I'm here because
2: I want to be a doctor. I'm here because I was I keep telling myself that I'm here because I want to be well, a dude, doctor. Well, I think – because I mean I did the same thing. And like what I realized was like it's the only way to keep yourself sane. It, like, well, it is because you, you have to convince yourself because yeah. it's, it's like otherwise it's just depressing.
1: Oh, yeah, it, Otherwise it is. it's like, wow, like I'm just wasting my time. So you have to create this narrative in your head where you're just like, like no, I love like, this. I I want do this. I do like this. I, I am doing this for a for a good purpose, yeah. for like a real intrinsic value. Like and so like eventually like I, it got to the point where I, I'd be talking to someone who I had no reason to lie to and I would lie to them. I'd be like, Yeah, like I want to be a doctor really badly, you yeah. know, I just find I just find biology so interesting. Meanwhile, I was, like, just moments away from jumping off a cliff. <laughs> I, was, like, Dude, I just you know, hated it.
2: Like, I hated everything I was learning. All of my classes were so damn boring. You, but, know like, you know what's so funny? I mean, it's actually really fucked. But, like, so U of A, like, the main, like, chem labs, like, there's, like, several stories tall. It's, like, probably five stories or whatever. They had to fucking install, like, nets. Because <laughs> people whoa. jumped off the fucking well, <laughs> Oh, like... yeah. No, no, no. Oh,
1: no way, man. Like... No, they, they, they would do that at, when I was staying at the end of U of a. No.
2: They uh, they had a bunch of safety locks on the windows. Yeah.
0: Cause of the, oh so my god. You, you can't open
2: the window past like three inches. <laughs> yeah. No, it goes to show, man. Like, people, like, they have to lie to themselves cause otherwise they're going to kill themselves. Like, yeah. Well, yeah, it's just depressing, bro. Like, fucking. Like, unless you, like, truly love what you're doing, which, I mean, I feel like is a fraction of the people that are actually trying to, like, go to med school or whatever other prestigious profession, you know, like, you don't actually want to do that, realistically. So,
0: well, I wanted to ask, I wanted to ask you Oni, because like you described this kind of like the struggle of like, you know, kind of really being kind of like really being a part of like the system and really kind of just being like set on a track, maybe more or less like against your will. And I don't want to put my like words in your mouth about that, but kind of being like on this track. And what I remember is, is kind of like seeing your journey of stepping away from that and and how you. How, how you ended up finding something that's, like, like how, how you ended up, like, finding a path that was so much more fulfilling and also just, like, so much more financially successful at the same time. Yeah. Like, you know, your story, like, you know, I remember, like, kind of, like, over the past three or four years watching your story and just, like, watching, like, what you were able to do, you know, kind of going from this path of just, like, you know, yeah, you know, I guess I'll just go along and get along to, to really standing up for yourself and saying, like, no, like, I'm not going to stand for this. I'm not going to, like live this lie and then ended up finding, ending up finding that success. I was wondering if, you know, maybe you could elaborate on how you really like flipped the script on that, like how you really kind of like found the courage to turn on that, how to kind of a maybe realize that you were, you were kind of living out this like false fantasy and then be like how you found the courage to fight so- against that. Actually, let's let's take it all
1: the way back. So I'll start. Oh, yeah. I'll, I'll give you guys Oni's origin story. I'll give you guys Oni the doctor's origin. Oh yeah, it's like a Batman,
2: like, yes. a <laughs> like Bruce Wayne beginning.
1: Yes. So I mean, honestly, it's not. I, I hyped up. <laughs> <into it. laughs> oh, okay, damn. No, so so I mean, honestly, it's just kind of funny. So and this actually starts. I, I've pretty much been told I was going to be a doctor since fifth grade, and I can even pinpoint like an exact event. Mm. So it was fifth grade. It was a science uh, like project that we had to do. Uh-huh. We basically had to map out uh, um, an animal cell using like food products, right? So I had I had like this pancake. Uh, to represent, like, the, 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 yeah, yeah. the, the base cell, the, the body of the cell. Yeah. And then I would use, like, all types of, like, little berries and, like, all these different little things to represent, like, the ribosomes and the, the rough endoplasmic reticulum. Uh, fancy words, fancy words. For <laughs> fancy my, words.
2: my future med students out there. Ah, yes. Uh, <laughs> but, and just, so. Just, just remember, kids, the mitochondria is the uh, power ah, of the cell. So, yes, it's really all you need to know. Everything else is just secondary. Um, but so and so, I got I got a
1: whole lot of praise for my fifth grade mm. science project, <laughs>
2: <laughs> a project that you could literally eat. <laughs> it a project that was,
1: yeah, it wasn't even. Yeah, it's not even fair to call it like a science project. I literally just, I, I saw a picture in a textbook and I was and like, oh, I can. It kind of right. looks like a pancake with berries, <laughs> and so like, that's what I did. Bro, that's awesome. And so my mom just took that. Ran with it. Pretty much <laughs> from, from that day forward, it was like, okay, like you're good at this. You're gonna be a doctor. <laughs> like, right. and she. So like, I'm just like, I'm good at art. I must be a doctor. <laughs> yeah, no. I was just like, no. I'm just like a curious fifth grader. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's all it was. But so, so they, they kind of just took it and ran with it, right? So pretty much from that day forward, I was, I was told I was gonna be a doctor, and like, I'm a kid. I don't. Care, <laughs> like, I'm just uh, like sure. I guess I'll be a doctor, uh, and so that was pretty much my my story uh, from that point up to about. I I started to get more of an interest into computers my sophomore year at uh, high school uh-huh. because I took this computer uh, science course. It was just a, like an introduction course that my high school offered, uh-huh. and so I started learning like just some really basic computer stuff in there the The teacher sucked. I mean, he was, <laughs> he was he was he was like you know it's one of the high school was just stupid
2: uh, high yeah. school
1: it was like the the wrestling he was one of the wrestling coaches what the he heck? was a wrestling coach and the <laughs> the school the school just needed someone to teach this BS computer science course that they Bro, offered oh what the they they just they, they marked a checkbox you know, yeah. you know what I mean so they just they had someone teach it
0: it was uh, this dude who looked like a thumb. Mr. Matter. <laughs> uh, actually, I feel bad. I shouldn't say his name. I have a sensor button. so yeah, I yeah. Can, uh, uh, This is going to be a pain. I don't, I don't want <laughs> tarn, to
1: tarnish anyone's uh, <laughs> reputation <laughs> or anything. But he was just, one of our high school teachers. He, yeah. was, just, he was clearly, even at that point, I had no knowledge of computers. Uh, Even at that point, I was like, "This man does not know what he's talking." About. <laughs> <laughs> does not know what he's talking. But about. but it was enough of a catalyst where I was like, "Okay, like this might act, this is like kind of actually what I want to do." Mm. I I always had more of a, a, a bent towards computers, um, and then that, that class kind of like I was like, "Okay, I can I can actually see myself doing something with this," mm. and so I actually told my mom like that year. I don't exactly remember at what point, but I was like. You know, I actually don't think I'm I'm quite fit for for the medical field. I Wait, actually, all the way
0: back in like high school. Still? Oh yeah, sophomore year of high school. Really, yeah. I i met. Okay, I, I never knew that. So like there was all like already like kind of like way back then there was like this like little bit of like resistance. There was always a, yeah. There was already attention. Yeah. Wow. Okay. At that point. Yeah.
1: Um and yeah so so I, I take this like introductory computer science course. I learned some basic stuff. I'm like okay I kind of like this. Um so I told my mom am like. I, I don't see myself going down the medical field. I actually I, I like computers. And yeah, kind of, this is way more interesting. Way more interesting. And so um, she immediately rejected that. She, like <laughs> I mean, we were just we were talking about you know Eastern European parents. It's like there there's no there's there's no negotiating oh, with yeah. your parents if you're if you're Eastern European. It's like <laughs> Dude, you're it's their way or the highway, man. You're just a vessel for for, for their, their dreams for, for their, their requests. Yeah. You're you're just supposed to. to Follow through on their requests, right? Exactly. So at that point, my mom had already determined that I was a doctor, and so for me to say like, no, I'm not gonna do that, was just not allowed. And so, um, so uh, and you know, uh, we were actually talking about like different personalities. Like, I'm a pretty agreeable person. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm very. I don't like confrontation like at all or at least I didn't back then I've, I've grown to like it as a <laughs> then, but I didn't like it at all back then and so pretty much as soon as my mom said no you're not going to do that I was just like okay but I, I already started to harbor a little bit of resentment at that point I was like mm. like yeah. you know it, it wasn't enough that I, I didn't even like fully consciously acknowledge it but like it was already starting to, to simmer you yeah. know this, this little resentment where I was just like I kind of I, I, I want to do computers though like I want to yeah. work with computers
0: but I didn't. I was. Just, I didn't. I didn't listen to that voice in my head. I was like, okay. it almost. It almost seems to me like the beginning of like the hero's journey. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like not to get like not to get all like philosophical about it. Should, but it almost yeah, like, that, like that's all just, we do on this podcast. We get just, philosophical. Just get philosophical. Like you know, talk of go crazy out into, like the atmosphere in terms of like these ideas. But um, like it's like you. almost – that's like super fascinating because hey, like I actually didn't know that. I didn't know that like you know I had that passion all the way back then. But it's almost like the it's like you're lining up like these like. Like the, like I don't want to say like good versus evil, but like, <laughs> but like kind of like within that journey, there's kind of like there's the like there's the resistance, and then there's like you know the will to do what you actually want. It's like kind of from the get go, like there's the establishment of like the hero's journey. Yeah. I don't know if
2: that yeah no, I mean if, that's, yeah. if that seems true or not. No, that's, that's I think you're, you're you know pretty, you know I think it's interesting, true. and because I thought about this a few days ago. I remember I think it was actually you, Oni. Cause I, I I heard this initially from you, Jonah, but I know you were saying that uh, Oni had always said, like, you need to live your life, like, as if you were the hero of your own story. Yes. And so I think it's just interesting how it's all just, like, that, knowing that you had said that, at some point I think it's interesting how it ties into the context of everything else. Well,
0: well yeah, I know. So that's the thing. It's so, like, you only, I remember, like, okay, like, okay, and, and I want I want you to finish your story. Like, sure. So yeah. I don't want to cut you off. But I will just say, like, I remember being in school, and I remember, like, me going through, like, my, my own period of questioning and just, like, figuring out, like, man, like, what the heck? I think I'd been through, like, a breakup fairly recently, and I remember we were, like... high school? Uh, this is college. Okay. So this is when we were oh. roommates. This is when we were oh. roommates. And I remember we were, like, we're out getting lunch, and I remember you were, like, uh, Jonah, you just got to be the hero of your own story. And, <laughs> and I remember internalizing that, like, so significant, like, whoa, man, like, if I could just be the hero of my own story, like, Oni. <laughs> and, like, but, like, but, like uh, you know... really happy to hear that, yeah. No, 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 and it, Like, no, it genuinely actually helped me, and I remember, like... Like and it became like like don't get me wrong, I'm not saying it was like just like a like a fix all, but like just that idea of like of of being the hero of your own narrative, like that was something that I always helped. I always thought like I was able to adopt and that kind of helped me kind of see through some of my own like the murkiness of my own life and, and figure out like, you know, what I wanted to do in life. And I'm still like going through that, but um you were definitely the kind of the one that like shared that principle with me. So Okay, so anyway, anyway, okay, so there's this kind of like, you mentioned this, there's a struggle between like, okay, like what you're supposed to do, what you want to do, so then you end up, so you're in high school, so eventually you go to college, right? Yeah, yeah, so, so yeah, so pretty
1: much, uh, I, I just, I set off, I set that off to the side, my, my desire to be a computer scientist, mm-hmm. you know, I was like, okay, my mom said I should be a doctor, I'll, I'll be a doctor, so, yeah, yeah. Um, but like I said, there was already that tension there, So I ended up getting into ASU. I didn't care where I went to college, honestly. ASU just accepted (laughs) me. They had an okay honors college, and I was like, okay, sure, whatever. So I ended up at ASU. Um, And, yeah, so I I started going through these courses, all these introductory biology and chemistry and physics courses. And, like, as I'm going through them, thank you, sir. As I'm going through them, I'm just kind of like, I'm just, you know, I'm, I'm very aware of what I find interesting and what I don't find interesting. Mm. And not so much like, I'm not looking at like the classes. Like it's not like, okay, I find chemistry interesting, but I don't find biology interesting. Mm. It was more so like, I don't know, like a way more fundamental level. Like for example, I found organic chemistry super fascinating and it was like super stimulating because there was a lot of problem solving. Yeah. It's like a puzzle. Like- it, It's, like, there was very rarely, like, there were, obviously, there were multiple choice questions on the exams, but a lot of it was, like, it was a lot of word problems, and, like, okay, you need to design a solution to this problem. It was the same reason I liked physics more, and it was the same reason I liked math more, and so I I realized, like, I didn't fall in love, necessarily, with the subjects, but I just liked that problem-solving aspect of those particular courses, whereas I didn't really get that from biology, for my biology courses. Like, I, I, would, yeah. I would be taking these courses, and it was just all rote memorization. And obviously, like, field biology is different from class biology. But regardless, like, that was just kind of the sense I got. The point was biology just wasn't really stimulating the same way, like, physics or math was for me um, for, for those, like, fundamental reasons. And so um, I'm just kind of going through these courses, and, you know, I again, we're talking about how, like, I'm just kind of creating this narrative in my head where I keep telling myself I, I want to be a doctor. Yeah. And, you know, like, deep down, I really yeah. don't want to be a doctor, right? right. And so pretty much for the first three years uh, or, like, two and a half years at ASU, I just keep telling myself this, even though deep down I, I know it's not true. And, um, eventually, and uh, eventually it was just kind of – it was really out of fear fear more than anything else like it was my junior year and I I just it just really kind of hit me I was like man I'm gonna potentially be applying to med schools in a year or so yeah and I am not at all ready to go to med school a I don't actually want to go to med school b and it's really expensive and it's gonna like I'm gonna suffer for this in a really bad way (laughs) like I kind of started to have a real bad like existential crisis about it all So um, eventually, I just, I just, it was, it was like that fear really that motivated me. It was like I, I can't live my life like this. This is not a good way to, to go through life. And even if I, even if I manage to get past that fear and make it through med school, I was like, what is the point? If I'm just going to be miserable for the next, you know, decade. forty years until I retire and die, <laughs> like what is the point? You know, this. Right. Well, so,
0: yeah. Um, just to catch, um, just something that a lot of people say that like a lot of people that go through like kind of like drastic changes, they almost say that like they didn't have a choice. Yeah. Like now, you know, I mean that 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 ranges per experience, but it kind of sounds like that was the same thing for you. Is like like you know, you kind of got to this point where you were faced with maybe not necessarily your demons, but you know, with just kind of like reality. You were faced with reality, and you were faced with the reality of of what you were currently doing and, like, you know, what you knew. Like, you just you just didn't want to do what you couldn't do. And and doesn't sound like, you know, like... A, and I want to ask you if you resonate with this, but it doesn't sound like, you know, you really had a choice, like, whether or not you were going to, like, follow through. It's like, you just kind of realized, like, yeah, this is not for me. Would you say that was accurate? Like, it wasn't your choice? It's like you just kind of came up on a wall?
1: Yeah, yeah, 100%. Um, yeah, it, it was like... Honestly, like, like I mean, I use the analogy of, like, you know, when I said, like, I brought up the fact that I wanted to be a computer scientist back in my sophomore year of high school to my mom. And I you know, I said, like, she rejected that. It already started to simmer, right? This, yeah. Like, resentment already started to simmer. And eventually, like, it just kind of boiled over. It, yes. like, there was Like, it's a pretty accurate analogy. Like, there, you really don't have any choice in like, it. Like, eventually, like, all of these feelings just kind of boil over um, and so that's pretty much what happened in my junior year. Um, I got into this screening match with my mom for about a year. <laughs> Dude, it was I, like, I, I know how
2: that goes. Yeah, yeah
1: I'm sure you can relate. Yeah. Yeah. It was just like like no. I, yeah. I well and going back to like I, I said like fear really motivated me. It, it, it was like it I guess at like a deeper level, it was just like this fear of like, okay, either I can make my own decisions or I can I can let My my parents make my decisions for the rest of my life. Yeah, that's just that's just not like that's. I was like, that's not happening. (laughs) Uh, At a certain point, I was just like, I'm not gonna let or not not just my parents, but anyone, right? Yeah, like you can in life, you can either make your own decisions, or if you don't make your own decisions, someone's gonna make decisions for you. Exactly, because you 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 have to make choices to just operate through through the world. Like everything is a choice, and so either you can make the choice, or someone else is gonna make it for you, and. Like, that, that fear of just ha- always having someone else make that choice for me was just
2: way too much at that mm. point in my life. Man, I, uh, that, that was beautiful how you said that. Oh, thanks. Yes, <laughs> very poetic, what can I say? Clearly, that's. Uh, yeah, but, dude, we got to write that down.
1: So, um, yeah, so eventually I get to my junior year at ASU. I uh, And then I, I – so at that point, I actually already started teaching myself Python. So I, like, I, I kind of – it was my – it was like – my the the summer of sophomore year, so summer going into junior year, I uh, I started teaching myself Python. Jonah might even remember me yeah. sitting in the apartment all alone <laughs> when we barely had any furnishing, and like I was like I was going through this Python course that I, I
0: saw on YouTube. No uh, nah, man, like this it was it was crazy, dude. Like yeah. you would you would like hole up in your apartment. Like I wouldn't see you. You wouldn't come out. Yeah. Where, like I don't know how many hours at a time. Yeah. Um, wow. But you poured yourself into this thing. Like that was that was what I remembered. Is it like it's very it was, it was very clear. Like like even looking back, like I don't think I fully appreciate like like how invested you were in this thing. It was almost just like it was like completely sucking you in in like a very good way. Yeah. Kind of yeah. like you had almost like found this like. Uh, It just became like an an
1: infatuation. Yes, yeah. Every aspect of of software was just like, (laughs) it it was like literally that was all I wanted to think about was Mm. the software and how software is built. So I started teaching myself Python early on because... I just I did a quick Google search, and I, I found that Python was the, the language to learn at that time. It mm. still is, if anyone's curious. <laughs> um, so I, I started just to learn Python, and I, I, again, like I just immediately fell in love with it, mm. which again, it is just something like I just didn't feel when I was going through my biology courses. I, yeah. didn't, I didn't feel this intrinsic love for what I was doing, whereas I did when I was even just learning basic Python, you know? Yeah. Um, And so, yeah, I just became entrenched in it. I started learning learning Python, and then I I eventually started learning JavaScript, and I started learning database languages like SQL, and just all of this stuff, JavaScript for, for, for UI development, and...
0: And um, and but, it's worth it's worth pointing out that like literally like as you're talking about this, like you're smiling. Like, yeah. I, like I like I just because this is audio only, but like it's just it's funny like watching you talk about this because you're talking about like all these different languages, and you're like you're like almost like watching you like relive your journey. Like you're like literally like I'm like watching you light up like a kid in the ball pit. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah. you know like as you're kind of chron- like chronicling you know just like your exploration of these languages. It's super cool. Yeah. Yeah, well, it, it was a it was a fun journey. Like I, I definitely look
1: back on it in, in absolute fondness. I mean, like honestly, it's almost like it's almost like bittersweet. Like I wish I could almost go back just to like relearn, like just to like spark that. Like oh my goodness, like, yeah. like everything was just so new and it was just this whole other world. Um, but yeah, but like it, it still is. Like it's it's always like you're always learning something new in programming because you know something new comes out every every two weeks. So Jeez. um. But So, yeah, so I, I, just, I, started, I just completely I, – I pretty much abandoned – when I should have been studying biology, I, I pretty I, – I just started, I started teaching myself Python instead. Um, so I, 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 at that point, I made the, the choice that, like, I'm, I'm going to do this instead. I'll, I was like, I'll still get the biology degree yeah. just because at that point, I'd already invested. It's, it's a sunk cost fallacy. i had already invested three years of my life into ASU to get this stupid biology degree. (laughs) I was at that point, it was out of just like out of spite. I was like, I'm going to get this stupid degree and then I'm just going to do my own thing. Right. Fair enough. Um, So like, so I, I still stayed at ASU while I was teaching myself programming. Um, but I, I had no intentions of doing anything I was
2: learning from ASU I, <laughs> I, I was teaching myself what I what I knew I needed to know Dude, you know you know master. what's so crazy about that that goes to show almost like how universities are kind of a scam it's like there's definitely some things where it's like you could literally just teach yourself yeah because like the internet there's such a vast array of information oh like, yeah you know and it's like if you have like the you know fortitude the discipline and, and the interest and passion I think you can almost teach yourself anything if you wanted to yeah definitely
0: well, absolutely. I mean, I mean, um, yeah, I mean, I think, Oni, I think you're kind of living proof of that. Like, you know, not to get into, like, your, your personal life here, not to expose anything personally about you, but um, you definitely – it's just worth saying that, you know, you ended up quite well off um, in this programming endeavor and probably in a way that was was more so than you would have ended up, you know, with your biology degree. I think that's safe to say it, right? Yeah, 100%.
1: I mean, basically with my biology degree – I would have had two options I either could have continued down the the route to, to pre-med to, 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 to med school yeah. and then gone become a doctor or I could have gotten into research like those are pretty much your two <laughs> those are your
2: two yeah. options with a, with a yeah. biology degree it's yeah, like essentially you know you're not you're not getting hired anywhere like it's you know Max, the degree itself is useless I mean it, it's, even it's my a, degree is useless by itself it's a
1: purely
2: <laughs> academic endeavor like it's yeah. there's
1: there's very little application in a, in a, in a like a pragmatic
2: sense. So yeah. Like obviously there's application to biology, right? Oh yeah. Definitely. New medications are discovered and created all the time. But, uh, but it's like that, that, like that degree, like you have to like tack on with something else. You, like, you have to, yeah,
1: you, you, you,
2: like I was saying, you, you either have to go down research or you have to go down the med school path. Those, yeah. Those are your two options with a biology degree. Exactly. Like some sort of other professional school. Like that's like it alone does not do anything. It's nothing. Yeah. It's useless. So,
1: um, and so, yeah, I um, eventually I graduated from ASU. Um, I'm really terrified because I have all this programming knowledge, and um, but I don't really have the credentials, like the the official credentials no. that uh, an HR person would or, or whoever, like a hiring manager would be looking at. Um, so I decided I was gonna actually, funny enough, you know, to give my mom some credit, she actually found the the boot camp that. Um, Oh, really? That I I ended up taking Uh after I graduated from ASU, so she found that opportunity for me, and I'm very thankful for it. Um, And so I I started taking this boot camp through a program called Perscolis. Uh And I uh, eventually completed that. It was a three and a half month course just to get this signed
2: document that said I completed it. Even though oh, I so already this like this shows that you know how to do like the the coding and language. And even though I other. already knew how to do all the stuff, like yeah. there there was
1: nothing this bootcamp taught me that I didn't.
2: I, I I know it sounds kind of pretentious, but like there was nothing that it taught me that I didn't already know. Yeah, it, it it it's just you thought. had to have like some legit thing that says just for like HR purposes. It's
1: you know comp- companies that they're, they're still companies they they want to make money and, and they want to be sure that they're hiring yeah. the right person so it's it's one thing for me to just say like yeah like i i know what i'm doing but it's another thing to have like a piece of document that yeah says like okay here I, I took the the exam that says i know how to do this stuff so fair enough it, it's more of just a, a comfort for them um, yeah no, that's understandable but so yeah so i ended up going through this boot camp um and and next thing i know i'm
0: Working at Wells Fargo, they, they they hooked me up with the right <laughs> connections, and, and here I am. That's awesome, a man. software engineer. So. No, that's that's incredible, and um, I just think like you know, your story to me, and I, I you know I don't know how much I've expressed this, just kind of like interpersonally, but like your story to me has always been an inspiration because, you know, it seemed like just like maybe like a deeper. Whatever you want to call it, psychological, spiritual level, it seems like you really, you really broke free of something that was like, you know, like you, you, you were living in some kind of untruth, and you were really able to like recognize that and to, and to kind of break, break free of that. And like, I know I'm kind of putting you on the spot here. Mm-hmm. Um, it's all right. I'm the guest. That's the yeah, <laughs> yeah, right. The hot um, seat, man. The hot seat. Yeah but maybe we can open that up into discussion of just kind of like, you know, like how, like maybe like how each one of us, like how any person could, could discover that kind of truth. Because I think like, you know, we all have, we all have the choice of, I think we're all maybe, maybe to some extent or other kind of, we're all kind of set up on a path. That's maybe not our choosing. And, you know, we have the choice to either like kind of go along with that, or we have the choice of maybe of like honoring what is more so like our true selves. And I'm, and I'm just kind of curious. It's like, you know, how do we how do we discover that? And, and Tudor, I know you have a lot to say about this as well. Like, I know you have a lot to say about, like, the true self and kind of, yeah. like, you know, um, specifically, like, not, like, hiding your true self and not, um, you know, like, kind of, like, not lying and not going along with what other people want you
2: to say. Yeah. I mean, we could, like, do a whole podcast just about that. And, I, I mean, we did kind of talk a little bit, I think, in the early podcasts about, like, why I was so – at least my – why more recently I've become a lot more, like, um, very, what's the word I'm trying to look for, like, like upfront about like how pro gun I am and like my beliefs just cause it's like, I think I said at the time, like, you know, I, I don't want, I'm tired of hiding who I am and my beliefs. And
0: well, and it's important. It's important to point out that like, you know, you're coming from a maybe like a kind of an environment that's definitely like not like pro gun. Yeah. Very anti gun, very right. like
2: anti military, anti just all of that, you know? And, and, um, you know, I, my my personal thing was always kind of like, like the more you push me against it, or the more that you try to push me away from it, the more you just push me toward it. Um, and because like, if anything, I was like, I'm I, I was always interested. I was always interested in tanks. I was always interested in military. And I, I know I talked about this to you before about like, you know, I, I was drawing. I was I literally stole some kids like little toy army men like when I was in kindergarten because I wanted toy army men so bad, when my parents refused to buy them you know and so it's like like you know when when you when you refuse to let like someone do what they want like if anything it could just cause worse things to happen right like and that's what we're kind of talking about with the med school route too it's like if you force someone to go into med school and they don't want to do it and and like let's say like by some chance they end up actually getting into med school and they're just suffering and they're hating it and like they're just going through the motions. like th- there's a reason why the physician's uh, suicide rate is so high because like a lot of people are just kind of pushed into that like position, believing that this is the idea of success. Like this idea of this uh, prestige, this this title will somehow bring me happiness. And it's like, no, man, like if you think about like how many hours you're spending, like literally like not living your life, like not being around your friends, not being around your family, not being out there. Enjoying the world, you're literally just like in your room at your desk, reading and learning, and that's all you're doing. And I think that for me was also kind of the turning point. Like when I when I was in junior year and I was trying to like study for the MCAT, and like I was waking up super early in the morning, like I was studying an hour for the MCAT, I would go to the gym for an hour, go to classes, all that stuff, and I was like, dude, I just I can't keep doing this. Like this was like after like two months of doing it, like I. I'm already burnt out, man. I can't imagine. This is not even as bad as it's gonna be in med school. You know?
1: and the fact that you actually read your med school books is pretty. <laughs> I I got, I got. I don't mean to interrupt, but like, no, no, no. Go for it. I, it was my junior years. I the mean, same as everyone else. Yeah. Like I got all my MCAT books. Oh, and dude, I hate all books. the physics and biochem and <laughs> and like. I, I to this day, I have not flipped. I have not really? even skimmed through a single page in any of those MCAT oh, books. Dude. I got them, and I. They never left their
2: box. Like it was like I was
1: like I could not have made it any more clear.
2: I had no intention oh, to pursue this route. I I tried so hard like to to like put the effort in. I was like, man, maybe if I just like if I just keep trying, like it'll just like. And I was like, no, nah, this this is not happening, man. Like I I hated it so much. So I don't know. It's it's yeah. Yeah, I thought like you were gonna say something else, but.
1: Well, I mean, like, that's honestly, like, a pretty good rule of thumb. I mean, if you're, like, I mean, it's not, I mean, I wouldn't even call it a good rule of thumb. It's just kind of common sense. Like, if you're doing something and you're just absolutely miserable the entire time yeah. you're doing it. I mean, because, like, like there, there's, like, a, there's kind of a good type of misery in a way. Like, oh, yeah. when you're pursuing something really meaningful. And it's, like, hard and, and challenging. And it's really hard and challenging. And, like. You're obviously going to feel some kind of stress, like some yeah. kind of like like psychological stress in that because you're pursuing something that yeah. you actually care about. But you, I think you'll be able to identify that. Like you'll you'll be able to differentiate between like the pursuit of like misery that that's coming from just like the pursuit of something really great and yeah. like you know you're 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 almost there and you're you're getting there, but like it's you still have to really work for it. Whereas like the misery of just like. This this is just not something that I want to pursue yeah. in any way, shape, or form.
2: It's and you're just kind of forced into it. you, you know it's interesting. You said like earlier about like Ochem, like you're like oh I love the you know the puzzle, the like the like that that element of like the problem solving element. And, like, that's, that's how I felt with Ochem too. Like as much as like as much as like Ochem sucked because like how hard it was and like how like much time it took. Like like low key I kind of loved it because like I mean I got I I I did really well in Ochem, but like it took a lot of my time, it took a lot of my effort. But, like, it was one of those, like, love-hate relationships, but at the same time, like, it felt good to be good at it. It felt good to, like, be able to problem-solve and to do that stuff. And, like, I, I almost wanted to change my degree, too, <laughs> just because of that. Oh, like, totally, man. I actually have the same exact experience. I and mean, I
1: mean, O-Chem is, honestly, like, a perfect example of that. Right? Like, O-Chem is considered, like,
2: the, the weed-out class. Oh, yeah. of A lot of pre-med med school, yeah. Um, it, it's, 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 it's quite a step up from just Gen Chem. You know? Dude, you know what's funny? I did worse in gen chem than no Oh, like, same. Yeah, same. I, I hated gen. And it goes to shows. It's like, dude, like like, like that level is different. Like that problem-solving stuff is not just like rote memorization, applying stupid crap. It's like this is like actually like thinking on a different level, you know? Yeah, no, you're not memorizing the periodic table. <laughs> yeah. You're, uh, you're not. Like useless information I could just look up at any point I wanted to. No, yeah. So. No, that's, that's a good example. So, yeah, but.
0: Well, okay, so we're kind of running on our time here, but, um, I don't know. Like, I mean, maybe like what's like, what's like good, like maybe like parting principles, like obviously like, you know, we're three, like 23 year old dudes that like we got a lot of stuff to figure out. And, and, you know, I'm not, I'm not saying that like, you know, what this podcast is is certifiable life advice, but, um, you know, maybe it's like, you
2: know, Maybe like what's the take home message,
0: what's the take home message. And what could someone that's maybe like, you know, maybe like just a little bit behind in that journey, like maybe someone that's, you know, coming up on the cusp of making that decision of, okay, do I go along on my path that I, that has been set before me or do I break out and follow my own personal truth? Like, you know, maybe like what's some parting
2: advice that could be given to someone like that? I mean, dude, part like this for me, like was the real make or break like for med school for me was like and this is the advice I would give like truly truly try to visualize like what it would be like to not only be in med school but also like to go through residency to go through fellowship and then to finally get there and do that job like and imagine like the day in day out like what it would be like how it's going to impact your like relationships in terms of your family and all of that like really like spend some good time thinking about that and for me that's what I did I I watched a bunch of different videos cuz there's a lot of resources that that talk about like what it's like in med school, what it's like in residency, what it's like as a doctor and all that. And once I started kind of compiling that information and like started kind of visualizing and thinking about it and really reflecting on it, I'm like, I, I wouldn't be happy. I, I would be pure miserable. Like there there is nothing about that lifestyle. Like even, even as, as noble of a cause as that is, I would not be happy in the slightest. I don't care how much money I'd be making. I would hate my life more than anything else. And so I think it's really important to like, like if you can do it, I, I would really try to say like self reflect, and really try to imagine like what it would be like to put yourself in that situation. That's awesome. Yeah. No, uh, damn, it's kind of hard to follow that up. <laughs> so, <I'm sorry. laughs> that's pretty. That's,
1: that's really solid advice.
2: I mean, yeah, I would just say
1: like just just make sure you do do your research, you know? Because yeah. I think I think the big impediment for a lot of people is the fear and anxiety of. Well I mean because there's obviously just a lot of fear and anxiety associated yeah. with switching your path entirely right? Well oh, like if you're yeah. already headed down this pe- like this clear path and then all of a sudden you're like, "Oh, I actually don't want to go down that route." Yeah, yeah. You you're you're left with a lot of anxiety because you're like, "Oh, I don't actually see a different path, you know. Oh, yeah. You yeah. have to find another path because the one you're going down is just going to be miserable, right?" Yeah. So do some research like and do do some research and, and, and Find out what are the options to go down. Like, how can you find another path? Like for me, it was like, I, I, I didn't even know if it was possible to get into the software engineering field without a CS degree, uh-huh. right? And so like, that was a big source of anxiety for me. And then I started to do more research. I, I found other people who had done it, who had they, you know, they were on this one very particular path, and then they decided, okay, I'm going to go into software engineering. And so they started self. They, they became self-taught, yeah. and then next thing you know, they're, they're working at Google or Facebook because wow. they just had that yeah. kind of yeah. – they had that, that drive, that attitude. Yeah. And then I was like, okay, if I can just apply the same principles, I, I don't see any reason why I can't do the same thing, True. right? So, like, just, you know, do some research. There, there are other people who have treaded the same path that you're trying to go down, and um, if you can if you can learn from them, learn from
2: their mistakes, learn from their successes – you're gonna feel a lot less anxious when you decide to switch paths. Yeah, that, that kind of reminds me of my Ochem professor, like my Ochem one professor. He, like he, because you know O Chem is generally considered a super difficult class. A lot of people fail it, and you know at the very like beginning of the semester, he's like, you know, obviously the whole thing. Obviously, he put in the work, all that good stuff. Blah blah blah. But then he said, like, you need to also remember, like, you know, humans have done this before. Like, this is not an impossible thing. Like, humans have taken this class and succeeded in this, and. I think that applies to many things in life too, especially when it comes to like changing like complete course. It's like people have done it before too. It's going to be scary. It's going to be nerve wracking. It's going to be hard at times, but you know, other people have done it too and they're just as human, just as, you know, capable as you are. So, you know, don't, don't be discouraged because there, there is literally living proof of people that have done that exact same thing. That's beautiful advice guys. I mean, uh, no, I appreciate I appreciate both of you guys' perspectives. Um, yeah, I'd definitely be curious to hear more about yours because I feel like it was just Oni and I talking. And well, okay,
0: but like you know, um, I you know, I I think I think my story, like you know, we've kind of gone into it in like previous podcasts, and my story is kind of a little bit weirder, um, you know, and, and you know, it's kind. Should we do a part two? Maybe that's what we. Do. Maybe, part two maybe might might be warranted, but um, I think in this specific instance, like the the story is much more relevant to, like, what both of you guys have gone through in terms of, like, you know, like, okay, like, for me, like, I've been on this path, and the path has gone left, and that's gone way over here, and I've kind of just, like, kind of been all over the map, whereas, like, you know, and I'm still figuring out that journey, but you guys, like, you know, I see, but kind of, like, all right, not to to speak out of my butt here, but it's just kind of, like, from my outside perspective, I've seen kind of, like, you know, kind of this, like, dramatic shift. And I know, I know like, life isn't that cut and dry, but, like, this kind of, like, you know, I was going one way and then, like, I made the clear conscious decision to stop going down this path that I know was wrong for me. And both you guys, like, very
2: clearly have that story. Yeah, I mean, if anything, I would say it's more dramatic for Oni, and I think it's a lot more, like, and I would definitely say a lot more, like, uh, inspiring, because it's, like, so different. Because, like, for me, like, I said I'm not going to med school, but I'm, like, I'm still going to go P.A. (laughs) (laughs) You know? (laughs) so, like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, like, it's ultimately a compromise. Like, well, I don't want to spend a whole other decade of this bullshit, you know? Where it's like, at least for me, it's like, well, with P.A. school, like, I I am interested in medicine and, like, there are things about it that I like, but, like, there's also things where it's like, I don't want to devote my whole life to this, you know? Well, I mean, to that point, a career can be temporary. Yeah. You know, a career
1: does not have to be a lifelong pursuit. Yeah. So just because like, you are going into PA school and you you might be a PA for a few years, oh, there's yeah. absolutely no reason why you can't change at some point in your life. I mean, my uh, I took this uh, I took Bio 201, 202 in high school because mm. it was offered as like a dual enrollment course. Yeah. But it was actually like offered at the university. It was mm. through GCU. Oh, wow. And so like, I, I went to we actually like, go to the university <laughs> a what? couple times Dang. a week. And uh, the professor there, Professor Bodine, I remember the mm. guy, um, really interesting character. He was like a, a he, um, what was his profession beforehand? What, what is it called? The people that just, like, set up the power lines? Oh, yeah. Uh, uh, dude, what? Yeah, they're, they're, uh, Not uh, an electrician. Like not an electrician, but, uh, I mean, like, in that vein, like, yeah. you know, he was just, I, can't, I really wish I could remember his, his act, the actual profession's name, mm. um, but he was just one of those guys who just set up power lines, right? Yeah. And then he just decided one day that like he was going <laughs> to become a professor of biology instead. <laughs> wow. So it's like you you can change yeah. like regardless of what your career is, regardless of how bleak it seems. Oh like, yeah,
2: well, and that's the thing too. Like the way I have like other plans for like once I'm done with like PA and all yeah. that, like and I, I think that's the point. It's like at least for me, I see it more as like a, a means to an end, and like also kind of selfish means. Like I want to learn about these things because I want to like know these things and to kind of be able to help myself and help others. But like you know, it's not, like, a career passion, you know, and that that's the thing where it's, like, I saw it as, like, this I'm doing for myself as compared to, like, you know, med school was not for myself. That was, like, my parents, whereas, like, now it's, like, yeah, it's a compromise to some extent, but at the same time, it's, like, this is really more, like, I, I see this as a bigger picture for myself, you know? So, I, I mean, and it always depends on each person. I mean, because, you know, you were kind of saying, like, you see this as, like, an Oni and I, like, it's kind of like this, like, like, this, like, clear-cut, like... You know, you swap these things, but like I even remember when I was trying to join the military. Like I was so damn adamant. Like I am done with medicine. I am joining the military. Like and you know, it's 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 interesting the journey because like once you get to a certain point, it's easy to look back and and be like, oh wow, look look where we are now. But it's also kind of hard to forget all the all the challenges you went through and you know everything that took to get where you are. So I don't know. yeah.
0: I mean this. This obviously just like bakes for subsequent episodes. It but, really does. Because um, we're we definitely we definitely should probably cut it here. Yeah, uh, yeah. good decent stopping point. But uh, hey, thanks both of you guys for having this talk. I think yeah. we we started off you know kind of weren't sure what we were going to talk about,
2: but I think we really found like a good topic. So I think we have a lot of good stuff. I mean, from guns to. It was all over the place, but yeah. it, was good. Yeah. it was all over yeah. the place, but it
1: was structured.
2: Yeah, structured. Awesome! Yeah. Wow, we gotta have Oni Bologna on more often. Yeah. yeah, Tony Cheese. Thanks for coming on. Happy to be here, guys. Yeah. Nice. yeah. yeah.